welcome to Ghost Emoji. I'm Becca, and... I'm Taylor. That's Taylor. Yeah, that's Taylor. And today we are talking about... What are we talking about, Taylor? Ectoplasm. That's not... Ghost sex. We're talking about ghost sex. Spectrophilia (laughs) is the technical term. And sex is nothing if not technical. Right? Right. (laughs) Mm, yeah we thought you know it would be a good uh good on theme episode got valentine's day coming up and nothing's more romantic than than intercourse of a phantom nature i mean i know i love ghosts being i was really scared you're by a ghost oh god i was gonna say i thought you were about to say that and then you did I've never I've never had sex with a ghost, nor do I want to have sex with a ghost, nor do I think people are actually having sex with a ghost, which is not like me. Normally, I feel like I'm like, the truth's out there. This could be happening. <laughs> but with this, I'm just like, I don't think so. Mm-mm. And of course, with this, there's uh, some of these are kind of goofy and silly. And then there's some of them where the ghosts are kind of, and by ghosts, I mean whatever is happening to the person is kind of scary and and bad so it's uh there's a spectrum of spectrophilia but um the first one when i started looking this up because of course i'd heard about it before but the most recent and like most widely covered story that i found about it including a delightful interview um was with this lady named amethyst realm what a name yeah, like I wonder if that's her, her, her God-given name, or I mean, it's just it's a very it's a very unique name. Yep. Amethyst realm. <laughs> it is different. I mean, do do you want to tell me about amethyst realm, or should I should I tell you all about her thrilling story? I I can tell it. Do it. God, she's twenty seven. Okay. Did you expect her to be older or younger? Either, honestly. I thought maybe she'd be like 18 or 58. Oh, man. Just not 27. That Those are, maybe not 58, maybe like 52. Like going through that sort okay. of, I don't know what's going on. I'm getting older. Menopause? Question mark? I don't know. Maybe your hormones are going a little off. And so you start having strange dreams that feel sexual in nature. Whatever. Okay, so Amethyst Realm is a 27-year-old spiritual guidance counselor, and she claims to have had sex with at least 20 ghosts, and now prefers them to real-life men. It all started 12 years ago when she and her then-fiancé moved into a house, (coughs) or moved into a new house, and a strange energy turned physical, touching her, which eventually led to sex. It started as an energy, then became physical, she said. There was pressure on my thighs and breath on my neck. I just always felt safe. I had sex with the ghost. She's British, though. Can you do oh. it in a British voice? Uh, mm. <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, I feel like I'll just embarrass <laughs> myself. <sighs> uh, well, she is talking about having sex with the ghost. You can just do it normal. Okay. <laughs> I had sex with the ghost. You can feel it. It's difficult to explain. There was a weight and a weightlessness, a physical breath and stroking, and the energy as well. 
Ooh, the lolly. I'm getting I'm getting sweaty over here. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I, I just still have my sweater and stuff on because I'm going to the grocery oh, okay. store after this, all and right, I didn't well. want to didn't want to peel off all the layers and then put them back on. That's fair. I don't blame you. Um, okay, so that ghostly affair carried on for three years until her human husband uh, walked in on them. So he came home from work early on one day and he saw a man's shadow through the window. And then, <laughs> hard to say who's crazier. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, no, I mean, the thing oh, is, like, fuck. I mean, I guess I feel kind of bad for him because he's thinking it's a real dude. Yeah. But in the interview, she talks about how, like, she started sensing this ghost and like she was into it and so at one point i guess her her husband or her fiance you know traveled a lot and so she actually like she got into like sexy lingerie and like went into the guest room because she's not going to do it in her her marriage bed i guess and just like laid there like waiting for something to happen so like she definitely wanted to get with this ghost man that's cheating right i would i feel like it is if you're having, like, an affair, it's not just, like, this one time I thought I had sex with a ghost, but I'm not sure because it sounds fucking not real. But okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone who's had sex with a ghost, I guess. I'm not. But she was like, oh, I just, I laid there and I waited for something to happen and I started to kind of doze off and then, bada bing, bada boom. Mm. Which is why I think it's sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah. But I also just like the idea that she's like lighting candles and putting on like her her negligee to just hang out with a ghost. God. Anyways, so <clears throat> Amethyst carried on with her ghost fun, racking up at least 20 sexual quote unquote partners who aren't flesh and blood. Now she wants to get pregnant with a ghost baby. I've done a bit of research into phantom pregnancies, she said. There's a possibility that it is a ghost in you, but people don't know how to carry it to full term. God, I wonder why, Amethyst. Jeez, gosh. <laughs> well, this, <sighs> this part of the, the interview, because, like, the people doing the interview were, I mean, they were, I feel like they were trying really hard to not be like, this isn't, like, this is fake. And they got to this part, and the guy just stopped and was like, you know that's not what a phantom pregnancy is. And that's when she stopped. She's like, there's been research. Has there? I I tried to look up research, and I could, I didn't find anything that leads to what she's thinking. But that was the one part where they were just like, you know that's not what that means. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, honey. I've done my research. Oh, honey, no. <laughs> no. So the resident paranormal investigator at the Morris Jamel Mansion in New York and Gotham Paranormal Research Society co-director Vincent Carbone tells Personal Space that he tends to look at every ghostly experience as a skeptical believer, which is interesting since he investigates the paranormal. Overall, as far as the existence of ghosts, when I lead investigations, I'm skeptical. I'm a skeptical believer. I believe the vast majority of claims are neither are either embellished misinterpreted experiences or outright fabricated carbone says so what's his take on amethyst and her ghost lovers he says if he were called to investigate this woman's claim he'd first ask her for some sort of medical history if it was me i don't think i'd be able to help her she needs to speak to a therapist he says do i think she's having sexual intercourse with a spirit no but i can't speak on other people's experiences he says there may be two things going on here 
If someone says to me, I'm having sex with ghosts, either you really believe it or you're looking for a book or movie, Deal Carbone says. Without getting too graphic, if you're having if you're having sex with ghosts, are you being penetrated? We can prove that one way or another with tests. If this woman wants me... Which I think, I don't know what exactly he meant by that, but I didn't like that part. I was like, you can't actually prove that penetration tests are bullshit well that and technically penetration doesn't necessarily it's not the end all be all of sex like they could be having sex and not ever have penetration and it's still sex so i just it's also a ghost. exactly but his his presumptions are pissing me off um <laughs> if this woman wants me to come investigate the house okay cool but when she tells me the story i'm thinking i'm probably in over my head that's fair but uh, that was the story of Amethyst Realm. And that was from, like, December of last year. And it seemed like she was doing a lot of interviews and there was lots of articles about her. But there are lots of people who have had or claim to have sex with ghosts. But part of it is also that some people are just into that idea. Like, they want to have sex with ghosts. And so that's why I think it's probably some kind of sleep paralysis or something like that where... You know, when you have sleep paralysis and you see really scary things, sometimes it is stuff that you're actually afraid of, whereas I could see it going the opposite way. If there's something that you really want to see, you know, I guess if people can lucid dream, they can sleep paralysis themselves into having ghost sex, but I don't think it's actually a ghost. And then there was a little bit where, just to cover my bases, I did my own a uh, very small research on phantom pregnancies, which have, they're called several things. You have false pregnancy, also known as phantom or hysterical pre- pregnancy, or pseudosiasis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, it's the appearance of clinical or subclinical signs and symptoms associated with pregnancy when the person is not actually pregnant. Um, false pregnancy may sometimes be uh, purely psychological. And so, I mean, this, it'd be like someone who, who for whatever reason believes that they're pregnant and they might actually have like, you know, like a distended stomach, you know, they might miss their period and stuff like that, but then there's no actual fetus inside their belly. I think they still have trouble like pinpointing exactly what causes it, but usually it's, it's a psychological thing. It's not, it's not ghost fetuses, which... Even um, there's a part where I saw it said uh, Yili Wu, a professor of Asian history at Albion College, writes that ghost fetuses were originally explained as the product of human ghost intercourse like thousands of years ago. And then they were pretty soon after that attributed to excessive female emotion, which is a shitty way to put it. But even back then they were like, okay, yeah, this this ghost human thing, that's not quite it. It's just women being hysterical, you know. You know how we do. <sighs> so I don't know what she was finding on on pregnancies and stuff like that and finding out a way to carry a Casper to term, but I couldn't find anything other than some really weird, like, forums yeah. where people thought they had been impregnated by demons and stuff. So not quite the same. No, not quite. I found some stuff about, uh, just in general, like, ghost sex, not necessarily the pregnancy stuff, but, um, it's basically, there's 
<clears throat> I feel like I guess there's apparently some sort of misconception that women can can't like orgasm in their sleep, but they can and they do, and I know because I have. But um, like people have a lot of the examples that we read are are the ones that I found online. It's women who are just waking up or just falling asleep and they feel like there's a ghost that they're having sex with and in my opinion it sounds more like either sleep paralysis like you suggested or it's just literally they're dreaming and they're having like sex in the dream and then they orgasm and they're like oh it must have been a ghost because i was like sort of lucid and it's like okay no I don't know. I, I guess I can't, like, say these people are wrong, but it just seems stupid and not real. <laughs> well, in most of the ones that I read, I mean, it was always there's no one else there. So that's where I make the distinction between, like, having a dream where you're having sex with someone versus having, like, sensations of having sex but being what you think is awake when you're probably just kind of in that, like, twilight sleep cycle yeah. kind of thing. Ugh. Anyways, so we're going to go into some celebrities that have experiences having sex with ghosts. There were a lot. I only grabbed a handful, but there was a bunch. Apparently Dan Aykroyd had sex with a ghost. Wow. I know. He was in Ghostbusters. These people must have a very, like, rich life tapestry, honestly. Well, it's a lot of celeb- Like, I had a hard time finding examples of, like, everyday normal people. It was always celebrities, so I don't know. Maybe they just got a bigger platform for it. I read, um, a BuzzFeed article. Also, I totally missed the opportunity to make a Ghostbusting joke, because oh, Dan Aykroyd's in- he was in Ghostbusters, so. <sighs> Ghostbusting. He had sex with a ghost. Just edit it in. Bustin makes me feel good Um, So uh, I read this article By BuzzFeed and they were talking about They essentially were trying To like channel um, A ghost to have sex with Just as like an experiment Oh yeah I I saw that It made me think of the Amethyst Realm lady When they were like you know Get in the mood be open Yeah, I wanted to read the little list real quick. So, (laughs) How to Seduce a Ghost. Uh, They talked to Patty Negri, a psychic medium and self-proclaimed good witch who has emerged as our nation's leading, maybe only expert on spectrophilia. So they spoke to her over email and she provided some guidelines. So this is Ghost Sex 101. Um, One, know know that it is real. Take it seriously. Be as goofy as you want. Have tons of fun. But know that you really are inviting a real spirit from beyond and and that you are opening a real portal into other realms. Two, know your belief system. Who are you going to call if you get scared? God, your angels, your guides, your higher self, your cat, doesn't matter. Three, don't get scared. Fear, fear will do two negative things. One, fear will prevent it from happening altogether. And two, fear will bring in the wrong kind of energy, a darker energy that will feed on your fear. Uh, four, know that this is that this is our realm of existence. They have to play by our rules. They have power over you only if you give it to them. And five, have fun with it. Let go of any preconceptions of it being evil or bad. Keep it good, healthy, and fun. So if you want to if you want to do that. Okay. So like, none of them actually did have sex with the ghost, no. though. They all got denied. Yeah. They, they were like, rejection, I guess. <laughs> uh. I got ghost rejected. But anyways, so Kesha. 
Kesha, which this one, I saw a couple different ones where it said that she was scared or not scared, but that she was like kind of freaked out at first. But I also saw that she had sex with a ghost or she just made out with a ghost. So I would say she had a sexual encounter with a ghost, Hmm. a strange spirit. She said, I had a couple of experiences with the supernatural. I don't know his name. He was a ghost. I'm very open to it. She told Ryan Seacrest on his KIIS FM show. She said, I've got a song called Supernatural. That song was about having sex with a ghost. Okay, so maybe she did have sex with a ghost. I lived in this flop house at Royal Canyon, and there was this weird energy that lived there, and it used to keep me up at night and wake me up, and it progressed in this dark sexual spirit. It did scare me, but that's part of the fun of it. Is it? I I would not not be into that, but I guess I don't know. It's called while the situation scared her, the eccentric star said she very much believes in ghosts and loves to learn about anything in another world and fast is fascinated by spirits out there. She told Bang Showbiz, "I'm very open to the whole side of the universe. I'm very much into it. I believe in it. I believe in anything supernatural. I'm open to believing in it." And this is also an older article, so I don't know if she still has if she is she still Kesha with the money sign or is she just Kesha. I'm not sure she with all the stuff that happened um with the trial and that asshole dude I uh, I don't really know. I feel like at the beginning of her career a lot of it was like her just trying to have fun and make fun music and then it's gotten a lot more serious just because of like the stuff that's happened what to he her. What he did to her? Yeah, what he did to her and stuff. So, I don't know. I haven't really read any interviews with her recently. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But, and I've never heard the song Supernatural, but apparently that's what this is about. Huh. Good to know. Getting busy with a ghost. Um, so next is Lucy Liu. In 1999, actress Lucy Liu had sex with a heavenly figure, or so she claimed in an interview with US Weekly. She's not shy about what happened either. She was laying down on the couch for a nap and felt an unknown presence on top of her. What followed was a pleasurable spell of lovemaking. It was sheer bliss. I felt everything. I climaxed, and then he floated away. That's the perfect lover, isn't it? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I guess so. No, not really. I'm just kidding. Like I've said, I think a lot of it is like sleep paralysis, but another thing, and they can kind of, I think, go together, um, but it's called hypnagogia, um, and it's the imagery, sounds, and strange bodily feelings that are felt at sleep onset. It's basically, it's like in the kind of quiet wakefulness during like the first stage of sleep. Um, But it's also, you know, they try to research it, but it's kind of difficult to pinpoint exactly when it's going on. And, you know, a lot of it is, uh, what's it called? A lot of it is anecdotal, like people describing what they see and, and hear and feel. It sounds a lot like what people talk about. And it's mainly women. There were a few men, but uh, it's primarily women. Um, You know, they talk about feeling like warmth all over their body. Sometimes they'll feel like a heaviness on their chest, which makes me think of sleep paralysis, which I feel like we've mentioned it in tons of other episodes. But sleep paralysis is basically you wake up and your body is still essentially paralyzed from sleep. You know, when you start to go into dreaming sleep, your brain makes it so that you can't move, so you won't act out your dreams, but sometimes the the periods don't quite line up, so you can wake up, but still be in that state of paralysis. But because you're also kind of still in dreaming sleep, you sometimes hallucinate or see things, and a lot of times they're frightening. But in this case, it could be an explanation for why people are seeing and feeling these uh, sensations on their body. Yes. But... 
Dun, 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 dun. Um, this last bit is one of like the more well-known cases, I guess, of spectrophilia as a phenomenon, like n- less as a fetish, but just as an actual phenomenon, I guess, happening. Um, but this is the one where the lady did not want any of this attention and it kept happening. And so it was, you know, pretty traumatic for her and her family. So this one is not goofy, funny. No ghost sex this one is one where something was going on with this family and this woman paranormal or no she had a very kind of hard upbringing and this might have been a manifestation of that but there's a lot of weird stuff going on in their house according to them yeah this one made me sad and like scared for her just because it sounded like she was just afraid yeah and i i've never seen the movie that's based on um this one it's the lady her name is doris bither and uh, the movie The Entity, I guess, is kind of loosely based on on this story. But there's a lot of conflicting accounts and stuff like that. I tried to put a couple of those in there. It's interesting, if not terribly sad and upsetting. Yeah. Um, so, Doris Bither, in 1974, Dr. Barry Taff and Carrie Gaynor began an investigation into the haunting of Doris Bither in Culver City, California. Uh, Much of their report has been disputed by one of her sons, Brian Harris. At the time, Doris lived in the house with her three sons and one daughter. Um, The official report stated that the house was haunted by three ghosts who would torment the family and sexually assault the mother, Doris. Um, She presented with bruises on her thighs and body, and her son, Brian, said he had seen and heard his mother being tossed around the room by spirits. Despite, or maybe because of, the presence of lots of investigative equipment and personnel, very little activity was actually captured on film. There is one photo of an arc of light over Doris, and the crew claimed to have seen a torso appear in some green mist after provocation. Doris's son claims that this only made the spirits angrier, and that they would act out mainly when the crew was gone. He disputes the number of spirits. He says there were four, not three, including Mr. Hoosett, who told Brian he was his grandfather, and also noted that the spirits were not Asian, as previously reported. Yeah, I thought that was a really weird note when I was going through kind of a condensed version of the um, Barry Taft's report, was that he was like, it was three Asian spirits. And I'm like, based on what? Like, based on what? Mm -hmm. And I don't know, the son was like, that guy was full of it. He didn't know anything. He's like, they were just spirits. He's like, the one kind of looked like my grandpa. And the rest of them are literally just spirits. Like, two of them were supposed to be kind of smaller, and one was supposed to be bigger. But they didn't really have any, like, distinguishing features. So that seems like some kind of weird, like, inherent racism or something. I don't know. It just was a weird note. And I was kind of glad that the son was like, that's just made up. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's good to hear that it's just like, no, no. Um, so Doris was renting the house that they were staying in, um, and when the guy who owned it heard about all the supernatural things going on in this investigation that they were doing, he decided to sell the home, or I guess the owner, I don't know if it's a he, but they decided to sell the home. So after that, Doris and her kids were forced to move, which then I guess kind of sucked because I was reading an interview with the son, Brian Harris, and he said that the move sucked because... Like, some of the paranormal stuff still stuck around and then kind of started to fade, but they were forced to move just because of financial reasons into an area that was a little more dangerous. Mm. 
And so they just had kind of a rougher time of it with that because unfortunately, I think from the stress of it, there's a lot of reports that say that, you know, Doris was an alcoholic and that she drank a lot, um, that there was a lot of like tension between like her and her kids and stuff like that. And her son that the interview was with was like, yeah, like she kind of started drinking after, but she mainly just drank in response to it. Like, you know, it wasn't always like that. You know, all of this tension just kind of made everything way worse. Like, it was okay before, like, not perfect, but, you know, this just made it a whole, whole lot worse. That's sad. Yeah, and I mean, I I liked reading his interview just because it kind of painted her in a more sympathetic light, which, I mean, I don't know necessarily if, if she earned it, but it kind of made me feel better just because so much of it painted her as kind of this, you know, kind of rough and tumble lady but uh but at the same time brian harris still said a couple things that were a little strange like he said that he and his siblings all possess some form of psychic power which um he seemed to think i guess that was why so much of the stuff was happening because there was so much energy Mm. and stuff like that so it's not necessarily like the ghosts gave them powers it was that they were drawn to the power um he said, although throughout the years it had become more and more faint, he still sees shadows and spirits every now and then, um, and that throughout his life he's always seen them. And he says that his siblings have too. Uh, he said that it was only in the Culver City home that it became negative and physical. Uh, the intensive psychokinetic energy in the Culver City home could have been extremely overwhelming, combined with the net of negative attention it brought, um, the unwanted intrusion of like the research team, the family tension. Uh, it could have easily just been a beacon for all these evil spirits, which, you know, my first thought is that, I mean, it might not have been evil spirits. It could have just been a really rough, you know, home life. I guess it doesn't really account for his, you know, accounts of, of seeing his mom being, like, thrown around and being bruised up and attacked. But I guess it's it's just hard to, to wrap your brain around. Well, it makes me wonder if, like, since they're all, you know, related, if maybe there's some mental illness or, or something at play there that could possibly be either triggering these things or, like, making them experience and believe you know because i Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean it could be it could be a spirit but i just i feel like a lot of the time there's something to be like unearthed yeah well i mean it might be if not a good explanation i mean it might be easier to be like oh it's these evil spirits than like possibly you know like a boyfriend or or someone like that in the house like abusing his mom Or just coming to grips that maybe your mom, you know, had like a mental illness and was, you know, possibly hurting herself or or something like that, which I feel bad even suggesting that just since like, you know, she was alleging that she was being raped by ghosts. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I think something was happening to her, but I don't think it was ghosts. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing with the the mental illness stuff, like just because it like possibly isn't real doesn't mean that her feelings of it feeling real aren't valid or like important or or anything like that Yeah, exactly because i mean if she's suffering from something like um schizophrenia or i don't know just anything where your brain makes you imagine things that aren't happening like that experience would still feel very real and very hard and very horrible so it just makes me sad because if that's the problem, I just wish that someone had been able to help her. 
because that's scary. Yeah, well, instead of having a bunch of, you know, investigative paranormal journalists come in, like, you know, have a doctor come in. Yeah. Or something like that. I guess Dr. Barry Taff, I don't know what kind of doctor he was, but he was a doctor. He said that eventually Doris moved to Texas, and then she made her way back to San Bernardino, California. Um, She had reported to him that by that time she had gotten pregnated by one of the spirits, which, again, coming back to this phantom pregnancy thing, her son said that, like, because her movements were kind of sporadic, that he and his siblings would lose contact with her sometimes, um, and that she had a lot of boyfriends, that she had a couple of, like, you know, marriages and stuff like that, and so he just suspected that she probably got pregnant by, you know, either one of her boyfriends or a husband. I mean, it never really got resolved. I think she she passed away a few years ago from, um, like, heart disease or something like that, and now it's just kind of, you know, stuff like this, the interview with the son. Like, there's a movie based on it, and of course, you know, movies are are hard to take it at face value because they're just trying to sell it, but it was a very strange case. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds sad, too. Just mm-hmm. Well, just because there's a lot of people involved. But she she just had kind of a, a, a rough life, and I, I can't help but think that that probably had something something to do with it. Yeah. And that this is just kind of how it manifested. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. Maybe we should have shouldn't have ended on such a bummer. We should have ended on the BuzzFeed, them trying to get laid. <laughs> I like that they asked yeah, their but- significant others, and they were both sort of like, I guess. <laughs> whatever (laughs) but i mean what if they had do you think they would have been jealous because it seems like a lot of these women when they talk about it and they and they do want it like they talk about how it's amazing and like it it doesn't compare to to real real dudes or i guess like real people like all of them act like it's like a a male presence but it's a spirit maybe a lady ghost would know know her way around better i don't know i don't know it's just the way they describe it is, I get maybe Amethyst is onto something. Who right. needs a boyfriend when you can have twenty ghost boyfriends? True, that's fair. She's just living her best life. I did like when she like started talking about, uh, like basically breaking up with the boyfriend. So, like you know, just sort of fizzled out. Like, did it, honey? I'm like, how do you break up with a ghost? <laughs> I don't know. And like, I I don't think she ever described like actually seeing anyone. So I wonder like. If it's just purely, like, sensational, or if, like, they see these ghosts, and they're like, that's a, a buff ghost. I like that ghost. He's tall and lanky. He's just my style of ghost. Well, one lady that I read her, um, <clears throat> her, like, I guess, story, she was talking about it, and she was like, well, I, like, started envisioning, like, this really muscular man, and he blah, 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 and then all of a sudden I was like, I felt this sensation, and blah, 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 and I just wanted to be like... I think you're just masturbating in your head and like imagining these sensations because there are some women who can orgasm without touch. So I'm just like, I don't know. I just. It's all just lack of sex education. It really and, is. And information about women and, and how to pleasure themselves. That's exactly what it is. That's the problem. If we if we do that, ghost sex will evaporate from the face of the planet. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. I mm, I was like, I don't know how I would feel if, like, suddenly there was some 
No, I don't want it. I just, I'm not even going to entertain it. No. What if Ryan was like, I've made love makings with a ghost. Are you cool with it? I'd be like, why did you, why did you wait 13 years to tell me that you've <laughs> totally gone bananas? Like, why would you wait this long? Why couldn't you have been doing some, this shit, like, the second or third year he didn't he didn't know he didn't know that he he his greatest wish was just to do do sex with ghost i'd have to think on that a while <clears throat> i wouldn't like it I'm very jealous I, oh i don't think i'd be jealous i would just be like oh no we need to go to the doctor <laughs> something's wrong <laughs> something's <with you>. wrong <laughs> So I guess yeah, if you're if you're alone on Valentine's Day, if you're if you're feeling wistful, you know, just just put on a, a clean pair of, of bras and knickers and light a candle and just you know, hang out, I guess. I don't know. I'll have to have check to, out that BuzzFeed article. You have to invite them in and you have to if you do have sex or even if you don't, you have to make sure that you like close the portal afterwards because you have to say like all right, everyone can leave now. Like this is over. Go back to your You don't your have realm. to go home, but you can't stay here. Because literally apparently it, it can invite ghosts and or spirits and demons and whatever the fuck else to stay and feed off of your energy or whatever, I don't know. Or you can This is a very high risk sexual encounter. <gasps> I, I don't know if it's worth it. Are there like sexually transmitted ghost diseases? Oh, I don't know. I was trying to go through and be like, what's a word I can throw in for ghost? What are some STIs? Mm. Ghostoria? Like a said, gonorrhea? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. It's not that good. Not really, but I was giving you... <laughs> the benefit of a doubt. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. But that's uh, that's it on ghost, ghost sex slash spectrophilia. I was going to say, if you've ever had sex with a ghost, let us know. But that's your personal business, and I'm I'm not personally interested in hearing about it, for once. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I think it's a it's a it's a private matter between you and your and your ghost lover. True that. And do you have any news updates, suggestions, stuff you want to get off your chest? Are you trying to bait me into talking about what I think you're trying to bait me into talking about? I've never baited you before in my whole life. <laughs> okay, well then I guess I won't talk about it. Oh, you don't. You don't have to. Mm, I guess I'll talk about it. I got engaged <laughs> on Friday, so. Woo! Yeah. She's so excited. I am. I'm actually very excited. I just feel embarrassed talking about it. No, don't be. We don't have to talk about it anymore. But just so y'all know, Becca's off the market. Even more. She was already off the market, but she's, like, extra off the market now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry, guys. <sighs> that that ship has sailed. The SS Becca yep. got out to sea. So sorry. I know there were so many people who were like, oh, damn. Well, too damn bad. Too damn bad. All right, so what are your suggestions? Um, I was going to say, it hasn't actually come out yet, and I don't know if it's any good, but I'm excited about it. Um, on, uh, I know it's going to be on Steam. I can't remember if it's going to be on Itch.io or whatever it's called, but, uh, there's a game coming out called Speed Dating for Ghosts, and I'm excited about it, and it just seemed kind of, kind of on theme, you know? It's uh -huh. ghosts and dating, 
Um, I don't know if that necessarily means that you'll be having sex with a ghost, but uh, I don't know. All the like preliminary reviews and people talking about it, it sounds like it's it's an emotional uh, roller coaster, and the music's supposed to be good. And one of the guys working on it uh, used to work for Bioware, so I would like to put my full trust in in it. And I get uh, cool emails every now and then with, like, but it's set up like it's coming from the ghosts. And they even sent me a, a little poster thing that I could, like, print out and put up with the little tearaway things at the bottom about speed dating with a ghost. Aww. <laughs> Seems like it's like a point and click, like, choose, like, branching narrative sort of thing. And you know I love a branching narrative, oh, yeah. so. So I'm excited about that, but I would say... By the time this comes out, when we put it on Tuesday, um, it's coming out on Valentine's Day. So I'm I'm very excited because they've been working on it for, like, maybe over a year now. It's been a minute. But I'm excited that it's finally coming out. Yeah, I'm excited, too. So sort of a suggestion, since I haven't played it yet. But I hope it's good. And I, I invite everyone to go and download it when it comes out. And uh, and let us, let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is it uh we are on itunes podbean google play you can follow us on twitter at ghost emoji show and if you have any suggestions or comments or anything or if you just want to say hi you can email us at ghost emoji podcast at gmail.com and i think that's it becca do you have anything you want to say to to everyone uh any particular like state they should be in until we come back next week um wear a condom if you have sex with a ghost that's my advice (sighs) okay (laughs) i tried i guess um oh oh and you should stay spooky yay stay spooky oh my goodness oh you did it you've done it wear a condom (laughs) bye